Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, as you may have seen, a strategic railway review has called for the introduction of more railway connections, or more precisely, the reintroduction. Ireland once had an extensive railway network, so why did we get rid of it? Jonathan Beaumont is a writer and rail historian. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. When the when the original railways were put in, uh, was it a, a, always a, a, an economic decision to do that, or was there kind of state intervention? The railway system, Sean, was originally built by private enterprise. Um, it was built, it, it developed, I suppose, a bit much like the IT companies nowadays. Railways, the, the construction of railways was driven by investors. They didn't see themselves providing a public service. They saw themselves as generating dividends for themselves. So by degrees, uh, the railways were built during the eighteen, the late 1830s, 40s, 50s and 60s. And by the latter end of the 19th century, the main national system was in place, but it was operated by a number of private companies. Um, Smaller towns and villages were left out of the railway system. And in fact, a lot of the areas that don't have lines now are the ones where the very last lines were built. From 1883 onwards, um, government subsidies, uh, British government subsidies allowed places like Ackill or Clifton or Killy Beggs or some of the smaller and more remote townships in the country to be uh, down in Kerry as well to, mm. to, have, to be connected to the system. So by 1923, the system is at its height. But following the end of the First World War, a lot of road vehicles, ex-army surplus stuff became available. And now you're finding uh, traders uh, purchasing these cheap trucks and carrying goods about, and in some cases putting wooden benches in the back of them and operating a bus service. So now the railways start losing market share and they start becoming financially unviable. Because think about this, Sean, uh, a carter, a, a, a lorry operator, he doesn't have to pay for the 100% upkeep of the road and the traffic lights mm. and all the staff that maintain the roads. A railway operator does. So they were immediately from about a century ago as a disadvantage. By degrees, uh, the smaller companies are amalgamated into the bigger ones uh, but one by one, even the bigger ones go bust financially. And between 1950, in the case of CIE, and 1958, with the last vestiges of the Great Northern Railway, all of the railway system of Ireland was nationalised. And now, technically, it becomes a public service because it is not financially viable in its own right. Um Allied to that is the fact that from the 1930s onwards, the lines that carried the less traffic, the least economically viable ones, are gradually just closed down because people are abandoning them in favour of road transport. That's basically how the system developed and how it got to where it is today. Yeah. And in, I mean, obviously, apart from places where they've developed greenways, are there still parts of the country, Jonathan, where the bones of the old railway lines are still there. The vast majority of the closed lines, uh, most of the right-of-way is still there. However, where they 
come near to a town or enter a town, unfortunately, even if there's no greenway in sight, uh, you'll find that the uh, the old railway station might have been knocked down. It might be repurposed as something else. I know one particular one which was made into a church. Um, you'll find that the uh, the land that the railway station was on uh, is, is now being redeveloped. So if they, in some, in many cases, if they were to resurrect a railway, they're going to have to either take a, a very considerable detour around the town, which would mean a new station would be on the outskirts of the town and less convenient, or else they would have to undertake a massive, massive program of compulsory purchase orders and demolition of businesses and housing estates in places like Cork. And I know this is a all Ireland uh, mm. strategic review, uh, Oma in County Tyrone and Cumber in County Down. The actual railway line through the town uh, has been made into a road. Uh, and in the case of Cork, it's the, what was the main line of the West Cork railway system heading down towards Banton. That's now a road and it would cause um, considerable alterations, which I'm not sure that any government of any complexion would have the, we, we might say would have the guts to, to carry out. Uh, there would be massive, massive local opposition to this type of uh, mass reorganization, if you like, of the country. That yeah. said, there are some parts of the country where the line still exists and the stations still exist. In particular, we have the railway from Waterford to Rosslare. And at the Rosslare end, it could easily, by a very short spur, be diverted so the trains along that line could head straight up. You could They could go up to Wexford. Also, most significantly, um, you have, we've all heard in recent weeks about the, the temporary closure of the Tara Mines in Navan. Well, the zinc ore they dig up there until about 10 days ago was traveling by train on the Navan to draw the railway line. The Navan to draw the railway line is not only there, it's fully operational, mm. except that it hasn't had a regular passenger train since 1963. Oh, it's only freight, but yeah. it's still there. And most significantly of all, the railway north of Athen Rye, um, <clears throat> part of the former Limerick to Sligo route, still exists although it's been derelict since the mid-1970s. And that, if resurrected, would connect Limerick and Galway and Ennis, which are operational, uh, going up through Ballydlunan, Chewham, Milltown, uh, Clare Morris, Swinford, Tupper Curry, and into Sligo. That line could all be resurrected. It's still in situ. Yeah. There is no land acquisition necessary. And uh, before Irish I let you go, Jonathan, uh, uh, can I ask you about Donegal? I mean, that was one of the proposals to reconnect Donegal. Would that be possible, do you think? County Donegal would be possible. Uh, however, the Donegal railways were narrow gauge. Uh, they were built to smaller dimensions, to put it simply. Uh -huh. And consequently, there'd be uh, a bigger amount of work to be done. Nothing's impossible. And Letterkenny, uh, which is the principal place mentioned there, uh, is crying out for the railway, really. Yeah. Um, to build a railway, that one's a little bit different. You'd have to extend it from Derry. 
um, there'd be a bit of a spin to get round probably the south side of Derry City. That would largely need to be in a new alignment, but it's perfectly possible. Mm, um, that's uh, so you know. interesting. Jonathan, thank you so much for uh, speaking with us today. That was uh, the Rail historian and writer, Jonathan Beaumont. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.